Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's a lot of stuff I believe relating to the spirit world, but this is one of the things I am truly, truly skeptical about. Welcome back to Paranormal Activity with me, Vet Fielding, where this week we're looking at the phenomena of ectoplasm. As usual, let's kick off with some trivia. Are you ready for this? Do you think this is fact or fiction? We named lemurs after ghosts. We name lemurs after ghosts. What do you think, fact or fiction? Find out the answer later in the show. Now, you know, I normally say seeing is believing, but one thing I have never seen and I'm truly sceptical of, I know, it's ectoplasm. But like all these things, I'm open to seeing it for my own eyes. And when I do, if I ever do, then I'll believe it. But for those of you who might not be familiar Ectoplasm is said to be a viscous, otherworldly substance, a bit like snot, believed to be produced by mediums during spiritual seances. Apparently, this sort of oozy, white, snotty liquid can manifest itself out of any orifice, the ears, the nose, the mouth, and anywhere else, uh, and form into the shape of a spirit, a face, a head, a hand, or, or whatever. It's gained significant attention during the late 19th and early 20th centuries when spiritualism was at its peak. And there's a photo of this on our socials, but just as I say, it, just picture a ghostly, snotty, jelly-like substance <laughs> oozing out in sort of luminous strands of various parts of these mediums' bodies. It sounds really weird, doesn't it? Well, ectoplasm was said to have emerged in the mid-19th century when spiritualism was gaining momentum as a popular belief system. Back then, mediums claimed to communicate with the deceased and ectoplasm was considered a tangible manifestation of the spirit world. I was so excited as one of the so-called mediums that I had the pleasure of working with told me and my team that he could produce ectoplasm. Dun, dun, dun. Well, as you can imagine, I and the rest of the Most Haunted team were beside ourselves with excitement. Are you sure you'll be able to do this when the cameras are rolling? I asked. Trust me, it will happen, said the medium. Well, the stage was set. The room was aglow with a red light and the medium asked if we could tie him to a chair. 
which of course we did. Then the cameras began rolling and we all sat there in the dark, illuminated by a red light. We all held our breath. What we encountered was something out of a comedy slash horror movie. There were lots of moaning and growling and shuffling around in the chair and the chair rocking backwards and forwards. And, ah, ah. Well, so, so much so that the medium fell backwards, still tied to the chair. Anyway, we all ran to him and cut him loose from his bonds. He looked around us as he came out of his daze and said, well, did anything happen? Was there any ectoplasm? Sadly, no, came the replies. Well, better luck next time, he said. And to our amazement, there was a next time. The channel at the time thought that this would be a great idea to try it again, but this time live on TV. Well, the same thing happened. The red light and the tying to the chair. And lo and behold, guess what happened? Nothing, apart from myself being spat on, which was marvellous. So, as you can imagine, I'm rather sceptical when it comes to ectoplasm. But, like I said, I'm still hoping that it does exist and that there is someone out there who can produce it. We've all got to be open to these things. Well, I've scoured the internet too, hoping to find clips of this so-called material from the spirit world. But alas, nada, nothing. Well, nothing convincing anyway. My husband, Carl, even put out an award on national radio for someone to produce ectoplasm. The sum of money was massive. And guess what? No one came forward. So is this stuff real or just another tool in the box belonging to fake mediums? Hmm, we'll see. Now, one of the most famous cases involving ectoplasm comes from a Scottish medium who operated during World War II. Her name is Helen Duncan. She was known for producing ectoplasm manifestations during her seances, leaving sceptics scratching their heads. During this time, spiritualist photography took a curious turn and mediums were photographed grappling with strange fibrous materials that emerged from their mouths, noses and ears. There are many photos of Duncan showing long lengths of ectoplasm coming from her mouth and also connecting to eerie doll-like figures nearby. Helen was also the last woman to be imprisoned under the Witchcraft Act of 1735. She was sentenced to nine months in Holloway Prison in 1944, but we'll get to that bit later on. Helen was born in Perthshire, Scotland, on the 25th of November, 1897. At school, Helen would alarm other children with her prophecies and later in life married Henry Duncan, a cabinet maker and war veteran who was extremely supportive of her paranormal talents. In 1923, she became a medium, offering seances where she claimed to be able to allow spirits to materialise by emitting ectoplasm from her mouth. One of her pieces of equipment included a very creepy doll made um, from a painted papier-mâché mask draped in an old sheet. In 1928, the photographer Harvey Metcalf visited Duncan's home to attend a series of seances. And during the seance, he took a number of flash photographs to document Duncan and her alleged materialisation of spirits, including her spirit guide, Peggy. Well, we'll be posting uh, these pictures on our socials, so have a look at them. Um, but let me describe some of them for you. So the first one is of Helen um, sort of with her arms pushing out 
of some curtains and she's wearing a long black satin dress um, and um, there are two people on either side of her and they're holding her hands and out of her mouth is what looks like um, a handkerchief or something that she's yeah cheesecloth and she's got her eyes closed um, I mean for me I look at this picture and I just think I actually laugh because I just think that's ridiculous. It's just her holding a handkerchief in her mouth. But again, I mustn't judge. So quick, isn't it, to judge? And then wait till you see the next photographs. I mean, they're actually quite laughable, really. I mean, she's sat in a chair, tied to a chair. She's got a blindfold on and coming out of a, a, a sort of under her blindfold um, or allegedly from her nose or mouth, I can't quite make that out. There's sort of like um, a long snake tube-like piece of material that's wrapped round this ridiculous-looking doll um, draped in a white sheet that stood beside her. I just think it's funny. I just think that doesn't look convincing to me at all. So have a look at the pictures and let me know what you think. You might be convinced. You might think that these pictures are the real deal. I'm just really sceptical about them. And one of the pieces of ectoplasm from Duncan Seances, now this is interesting, was obtained by the famous psychical researcher Harry Price. And we've spoken about Mr. Price many times um, on the show. And it's said that he was very enthusiastic by the sample, which says something. So you never know. However, Aha, spoke too soon. That enthusiasm soon faded. Price gave the sample to a chemist for testing who discovered it had been made from egg white mixed with chemicals. Price was then able to duplicate the ectoplasm with similar substances. Another sample had proved to be, and I did mention it at the beginning, cheesecloth. In 1931, Price paid Duncan to conduct a number of seances. She was suspected of swallowing the cheesecloth and to prove this, Price had wanted to examine her with an X-ray machine. But Duncan had reacted violently to this, running from the lab and making a scene in the street. According to Price in his report on Duncan, it reads, at the conclusion of the fourth seance, we led the medium to a settee and called for the apparatus. At the sight of it, the lady promptly went into a trance. She recovered but refused to be x-rayed. Her husband went up to her and told her it was painless. She jumped up and gave him a smashing blow on the face, which sent him reeling. Then she went for Dr. William Brown, who was present. He dodged the blow. Mrs. Duncan, without the slightest warning, dashed out onto the street, had an attack of hysteria and began to tear her seance garment to pieces. She clutched the railings and screamed and screamed. Her husband tried to pacify her. It was useless. I leave the reader to visualise the scene. A 17 stone woman clad in black satin tights locked to the railing screaming at the top of her voice. A crowd collected. The police arrived. The medical men with us explained the position and prevented them from fetching the ambulance. We got her back into the laboratory and at once she demanded to be x-rayed. In reply, Dr. William Brown turned to Mr. Duncan and asked him to turn out his pockets. He refused and would not allow us to search him. There is no question that his wife had passed him the cheesecloth in the street. However, they gave us another seance and the control in exclamation marks said he would cut off a piece of ectoplasm when it appeared. The sight of half a dozen men, each with a pair of scissors waiting for the word, was amusing. 
It came and we all jumped. One of the doctors got hold of the stuff and secured a piece. The medium screamed and the rest of the ectoplasm went down her throat. This time it wasn't cheesecloth. It proved to be paper soaked in white of egg and folded into a flattened tube. Could anything be more infantile than a group of grown-up men wasting time, money and energy on the antics of a fat female crook? And that's the end of Mr Price's report. Well, following this report, Duncan's former maid, Mary McGinley, confessed in detail to having aided Duncan in her mediumship tricks. And even Duncan's husband admitted that the ectoplasm materialisations were the results of regurgitation. In 1931, the London Spiritualist Alliance also examined Duncan's methods and ectoplasm sample. It was revealed that this was made of cheesecloth, paper mixed with egg white and toilet paper. In one experiment, she was persuaded to swallow a tablet of methylene blue before one of her seances. And because of this, no ectoplasm appeared. In 1944, Duncan was one of the last people to be convicted under the Witchcraft Act. This made falsely claiming to procure spirits a crime. She was sentenced to nine months imprisonment. When imprisoned, she cried out, I have done nothing, is there a God? She was released in 1945 and promised to stop conducting seances, but was then arrested during another seance in 1956. Although the science showed that she was a fraud, Arthur Conan Doyle believed in her and ectoplasm. He stated that, quote, scientists and psychic researchers were scandalously sceptical about ectoplasm. So we've covered one of the most famous cases there of ectoplasm. Well, there still were and still are many fake mediums today, each with their own little gimmick, pretending it's a God-given gift. I was once told by a parapsychologist that the university that he lectured at had a jar of ectoplasm. When I asked what it looked like, he said, it's like there's nothing there, just air. I looked at him quizzically and asked, well, how do you know it's ectoplasm? Apparently, some medium had given it to the university for testing a jar of fresh air. But let's not get disheartened, my friends. Ectoplasm continues to intrigue researchers even today, myself included. Modern paranormal investigators are exploring the possibility of capturing ectoplasm phenomena through thermal imaging and other advanced technologies. Well, let's take a quick break from ectoplasm and go into this week's listener story. This comes from an anonymous listener on WhatsApp. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Baffled, the fact podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. More people in the world have mobile phones than toilets. Since most people are right-handed, in World War II, the Germans trained their army to eat with their left hand so they could spot spies in the cafeteria. A woodpecker's tongue actually wraps all the way around its brain, protecting it from damage when it's hammering into a tree. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. When I was younger, we used to have to go and feed my auntie's fish at her bungalow when they were she was away. There was some, just something about her bungalow that was just eerie. It's always been eerie. Um, and I went in and the radio was playing, but it was switched off. There was no electric going to it the electricity was switched off at the socket my mum went in there one night and saw a lady standing in the hall none of us like me my mum my brother would go down there at night to feed the fish when they were away but we all found it eerie but we never ever said anything to each other and then all of a sudden we admitted that none of us liked going down there at night because it was just there was just something about the bungalow that none of us liked she actually still lives in the bungalow um, and we've never ever said anything to her about how we feel but it's just an you know eerie place how wonderful that you heard the radio playing when it wasn't plugged in as you know i've had similar experiences while investigating with most haunted on one occasion whilst filming an episode with a heavy metal band bullet for my valentine at newsham house in wales which by the way is brilliantly haunted if you ever have the chance to go go Newsham House. Fabulous. Anyway, we all walked into one of the bedrooms and in there was an old Victorian wheelchair. It was incredibly creepy and an old radio. The wheelchair was caught moving across the floor all on its own and we also heard the radio. The radio wasn't plugged in, but somehow we heard static coming from the speaker. It was incredible, but very, very eerie. I think you're doing the right thing by not telling your aunt. If she seems happy and hasn't mentioned anything, why rock the boat? By the way, I think the lady that was seen could possibly have been a previous owner. I'm back to ectoplasm. Before we go, I wanted to share a nice glowing ectoplasm recipe that's easy to make from things at home. 
please do not ingest this or try and regurgitate it for goodness sake you will need this is just so you can look at it and go ah this is what fake mediums use one cup of warm water four ounces of clear non-toxic glue you can use PVA apparently, but the ectoplasm won't be as clear. And a cup of liquid starch. And to make it glow, you need three tablespoons of glow-in-the-dark paint. <laughs> Mix together the glue and the water, then stir in the glow paint. Use a spoon or your hands to mix in the liquid starch to form ectoplasm slime. There you go. Easy peasy. Although, like I say, why would you want to make this slime? It's beyond me. Unless you're a fake medium uh, and you're listening and you, you oh, I fancy sticking that up in front of some paying guests. Go for it. I'm still up, though, for being convinced. I really, really am. So if you or anyone you know can really, really produce this stuff, then please get in touch and let me know. We want to hear from you. Well, before we go, let's get the answer to this week's fact or fiction. As a reminder, here's the question. Is this fact or fiction? Lemurs were named after ghosts. What did you think? Fact or fiction? Well, the answer is fact. Lemurs take their name from the Latin lemurs, meaning ghosts, because of their mysterious and mainly nocturnal lifestyles. Did you get it right? I certainly didn't. Well, have you ever experienced ectoplasm or know somebody that has? Do you think it was real or do you think you or someone you know could have been duped? I'm really, really keen to hear your thoughts. Also, let me know if there's a site, uh, a story, a location that we need to cover on the podcast. Remember, this is your podcast, so be an investigator. Join in with me. Get in touch and share your stories. Here's the address. It's contact at paranormalpod.co.uk. We are on WhatsApp. And as you know, I love to hear your voice. So it's 075-999-27537. We are on Instagram where we'll show uh, pictures, for instance, of the medium today that I was talking about with the ectoplasm coming out of her orifice. Here's the handle. It's at Paranormal Activity Pod. Let me know what you think to those pictures. Stay up to date with the newest episodes by giving us a follow and we'll be back again same time next week but if you can't wait until then then visit www.paranormalpod.co.uk where you can find options to get episodes a day early have a great week stay safe my friends and remember things aren't always as they seem Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.